Uh, yeah, so there we go. We've got uh, Joe pouring a beer to kick off this episode of STC Pod. Listen, you're, you're talking to me, no one else. You're most absent of all podcasts of the summertime listening. Who are you talking to? You. No, you're not. I don't, does this get recorded for anyone, or is this... Just talk. I am talking. You talk. I was watching Jay's game. Boring. So I had to uh, interrupt that to do this. Oh, you didn't have to. Yeah. Well, people don't realize the grief that I go through when I don't do a record, apparently. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I know that I went about two months without hearing anything from Joe. Uh, my best friend Joe never reached out, never checked well, on me. Let me check my phone. No invites. Let me check my phone. <coughs> COVID. No. Uh, hey, I see uh, you've been off on the schedule. Uh, You're on leave. Is everything okay? Nothing like nothing that. from Bill since my last text message from Bill was June 27th. Interesting. And right. You disappeared during the summertime. That's your problem. Where was Joe during all this? Where was my best friend is what I'm asking. Where were you? Waiting. Waiting to hear from you. Well, likewise. Two can play yeah. that game. Okay. <laughs> well, as you know, I had the benefit of uh, taking some vacation. Got a couple weeks off here, a couple weeks off there. Each, each month <laughs> in the summer, I'm getting two weeks off so yeah i know i know i gotta go through it every year you gotta go you gotta go through it well it's better now that we're not working in this together in the same room i don't get screwed over as much by you leaving i don't know how that would screw you over you insist on taking day shifts off and i take night shifts off Uh (coughs) uh-huh oh what's going on something's in my throat yeah, because uh, that's the smart way to do it. Come back, work a few nights, and go back on vacation. It's the way to do it. No, you work easier day shifts when there's people around. That's not easier. You don't want people around. That's the you do. I don't want people mucking about. And then, uh, then the more harder to work shifts, you take off. No, well, you have less income when you take off nights because you don't True. get your night night deal and uh some of us don't like the mucky mucks walking around some getting of us in your business aren't having, bothered by that having corporate conversations that are completely unnecessary so uh, i'm not disagreeing about that it is what it is i just enjoy the interaction of seeing people around more during the daytime <laughs> yeah you do even though the hot chicks have not returned. No, that's not happening. <coughs> no. But you had some time off too, I take it. Summer's over, and I don't know what I've done, but the main one I took off was uh, we rented that cottage for a week, so we bounced. Oh, right. I forgot. You actually rented like a, on some cottage, cottage website. Yeah, but it was on a like a cottage rental website, not Airbnb. No. So how did that work out? Perfect. 
Yeah, surprise. Well, it was one of those ones where, like, I, I think I told you, or you, or someone else. Probably someone else. You know, I was like on. I don't remember the the, the website. Uh, I got it here. Canada Cottage. Cottages in Canada, I guess, is the name of the website. <clears throat> so, but nothing is like. Uh, it's not guaranteed, right? So I'm like, oh, I decide to rent this cottage, so I'll throw a deposit down. And, you know, it could be a scam. It could not be a scam. That kind of thing, right? Mm. It, yeah, kind of felt that way. Like, the website's legit. It's not like it's, you know, made by, like, a high school student or something like that, right? Like, it's all legit. It's professionally done. Uh, but they just made no guarantee as to, you know rent at your own risk kind of thing. And and that's how it is for most of the websites, I guess. Um, you know, aside from, I guess, like, I don't know, whatever the B&B garbage ones are. Um, so, yeah, you did the deposit down and, and, you know, you're communicating with the owner, you're assuming, you know, did the deposit and then, uh, all right, we'll be in touch with you, uh, a week before your 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 rental date for the remainder of the deposit kind of thing. Yeah. So even and then it, you're like, all right, you know, you're willing to maybe like risk a half of the, your deposit down. But then when you start putting down on the full amount, it's like, all right, hope this thing turns out good. Mm-hmm. It's uh hope it's not like a someone's living there permanently and and we just show up and knock on the door kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had to book it way in advance too, of course. Yeah, so. these things they you have to. They they book. I think we booked it in February or something. Yeah, and like not they, cheap. They rent out fast. They're not. I didn't want to do it, but the wife wanted to do it. Not cheap, for sure. Um, it's a really nice cottage, though. Uh, uh, it wasn't the only the only thing I didn't like about it wasn't it was lakefront but there was uh you know like a cottage road dividing the cottage from the waterfront property kind of thing. Mm. That was mm. fine. It wasn't a busy road. Uh massive like it was all completely renovated. Massive 75 inch TV. The dock had a gazebo on it plus a boathouse slash bar with another 75 inch tv down there um you know all decked out nice did fishing with the kids and all that stuff played baseball relaxed got tan did some reading just chilled out for the week sounds like there would have been room to invite me and my kids up for a couple Mm. days no, all the bedrooms. There's three bedrooms. And they're they were used up. Hmm. Well, you said boathouse. Sounds like. Well, there's no bed in the boathouse. Yeah, you, know, you could figure something out. You know, a little visit. You could have, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it was a family trip. Yeah. So. Having friends come by would completely destroy your family trip. Um, it's not up to me. Mm. Some mm-hmm. people are, some people are miserable about that. Well, Joe can do that. Cause he's in on the planning. I can never plan ahead that far. That's ridiculous. 
February. As for camping too, you gotta get your camping stuff figured out like in February of that yep. year. Mother-in-law took the kids. Mother-in-law went to Algonquin for two weeks, so yeah, she had to book it in February, I guess. Well, six months out. So uh, we got back from the cottage, and like the next week, the uh, the kids and her went up to Algonquin. Kids were up there for a week. I had to drive up one day to pick them up and drive back. So we had a bit of a break from the kids. And, uh, yeah, back to work for a couple of days and then off for a bunch again. That's it. Summer's going by fast. What about your vacation? You were telling me um, we've been back to work two days now, I guess, since all these holidays. So you said you went to uh, – you you did the bed and breakfast thing, right? <laughs> No, a bed and breakfast. Airbnb, I said. <laughs> uh, well, that was the latest thing. Yeah, no, I, I kind of mooched in on my nephew's Airbnb. He's got a cabin literally in the middle of the woods uh, between, like, in the middle of Ontario in the deep forest in between That's Madoc, not, uh, is Madoc that native, and... Is that native land? So I know some people that have cottages on uh, Native American land too. No, I, well, no, not th- there's yeah, there's something around there, but nothing like specific, you know. But it's between uh, Madoc and um, what's it called, Bancroft, in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. So. Uh, the city folk love going up there and just taking in the silence and, you know, he's got a fully outfitted cottage out there, very well appointed with modern everything, but it's, it is in the middle of the woods. <laughs> so yeah, but wait, was there TV? Was there internet? Yeah, there's TV, there's internet, there's yeah. a hot tub there. He's, they got internet out that far in the bush? Well, they get it, um... Not not a landline. It's through like the rural satellite feed kind of deal. You know, you can up you you're literally uplinking with your satellite dish. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how that's yeah, how you gotta I, do it. In I the need States. like amenities like that. Like, yeah, I'm up there with my computer, my lap, uh, my iPad, my phone. Brought up my PS4 when I was up there. Like that's that's how I relax at nighttime, right? This is a family trip. That, that's video games. Yeah, and then when everyone goes sense. to bed, I'm up by myself, so I'm either doing some PS4 action or I'm doing a little bit of uh, watching YouTube videos, whatever, man. Well, you guys with your hot tubs, man. Like I am so jealous of you because I was using that hot tub. Get up. First thing I do is go right out to the hot tub and just unlocks all your joints from sleeping. And then definitely that hot tub before bed is a good. <laughs> what joints do you need unlocked after? You know, when you're all stiff when you get up, up you're like, uh, you just no, jump right in that hot tub. It's like a no, full body. Mattress, well, this was a strange bed too, right? Because you're, you know, away. I'm just saying, you guys with hot tubs, I yeah. hope you're using it. It's worth Who's it. doing the chemical checking on the hot tub? Well, my nephew and his wife, they they are the ones in charge of cleaning it every week. Um, they basically have 
people come on weekends and then throughout the week they make the trip over and uh, clean it and oh, keep okay. the hot tub going you know keep the camels they got the one of the floaty deals too in the hot tub that keeps you know drips out the chlorine slowly yeah. so. you still have to check the the alkalinity and the ph on it too though mm-hmm. well yeah they look after all that stuff because it, it's a it is kind of there is hydro but it uh like plumbing is is like in the woods plumbing where it, it, the, the bathroom stuff goes down to a composting deal under the I'd house. just be going outside. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> That's what manly I am. For everything. Everything. I wouldn't everything care. out there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think I do when I go camping? So they got to bring, you know, there's a water tank underneath the house. They got to make sure the water tank's full. So there's water in the cabin. And they got to do whatever uh, this composting thing under the house does. You got to rotate that. You know, keep it fresh. I guess I. I that's not my. That's not my lifestyle. I couldn't be doing that. Well, you couldn't do that for, like, what do you mean? This is this is them to rent out though. This isn't their house. No, this but is, you said they also. I know it's not their house, but you said they also use it for like. Uh, you said they were snow. They they learned to uh, snowmobiling and all that stuff, right? Yeah, they're big snowmobilers. Yeah. So yeah. If I was to buy a place, I want it fully hooked up to uh city or town coming <laughs> there's no city or town <laughs> i'm not uh i'm not overturning the uh the pooper and the in the thing and all that stuff and you know yeah i don't know what you got to do down there's no smells or anything like that i don't know what the deal is it's not like you're sitting on the composting toilet i mean it goes down under the house into some composting apparatus thing that takes care of it but this, you know, it's stuck on uh, Canadian Shield. This full of rocks and stuff. It's not like you can get a uh, septic bed in there. Or septic tank would be a massive undertaking. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. But it, it's a pretty amazing spot. If anyone's looking for a really secluded, isolated uh, getaway, look up uh, Airbnb in the St. Olga area. St. Olga. You look up St. Olga in Wikipedia, it says, this town uh, used to have a store. <laughs> now it doesn't. There's nothing there. The cause where we were at wasn't much better. It was, uh, it was only about an hour and a half away. So it was, it was in the, uh, is that the Muskoka area? No. I think it was. It was on Sturgeon Lake anyway, so a really decent-sized lake. It's not like some small little pond in the middle of nowhere. But still, man, the towns around there, we we did one... We did half of one morning one day where uh, they went into the closest town. Was that Bancroft? Uh, are you just saying that because I said Bancroft said not that. too long I said ago? that same thing to you last time, too. <laughs> Whatever the, whatever the cottage town oh, it's up is. near Lindsay Sturgeon Lake. No, but that's that's where I went. They went to another place, and then I decided to go into Lindsay, where, for listeners not aware of that, the only thing we had a saying back when I was in high school: the only thing to do in Lindsay was to get pregnant. And uh, not much has changed. 
It's a bit of a shithole. Uh, <laughs> I popped into one video game store because I thought, I think I'll check it out. I've been there since like high school. See if there's, see if it's improved at all, and you know maybe there might be some thrift stores. Kill, kill morning, right? Nothing. <laughs> game stores high priced I, as always. I can see there's a Salvation Army, Lindsay. I don't think I, I don't think I saw it. Looks like a nice little town. It's not. It's a dump. <laughs> very, uh, very white trashy. Ah, yeah. Sturgeon like that didn't look bad at all. Quarthas. I wonder. If, okay, so that's so in the Quarthas. So they went to. Uh, they didn't go to Fenland Falls. Aren't they go? They went to Bob Cajun. That's where they went to. Bob Cajun area. And uh, they weren't impressed either. There wasn't much there for them. So, anyway, it's like uh, one paycheck on for a cottage rental. I wonder if Sturgeon Lake is the one that uh, Neil Young built on. House or cottage? Well, he made that massive cottage on one of these lakes that he's living in mm, Neil Young Cottage it was one of these lakes or was it off Rice Lake to 116 year old cottage on lake near his Ontario yeah is it on, what is there, is there water near Omimi? No, but all these little lakes are in the Kawartha's, right? Pigeon, Buckhorn, yeah, yeah. Stony, Scugog, Rice Lake. That's just off the top of my head, folks. I just, I know geography. I don't know. I can't seem to find anything. It just keeps bringing up Omimi. Yeah, I don't think any of the articles actually name the lake. But a guy we work with who has a cottage around there told told me one time, but I can't remember which lake he said. So that was, yeah, that was my last kind of adventure of the, uh, the four weeks of vacation I had so far was that cabin in the middle of nowhere. And then I drove back through, I tried to head it back through the middle of nowhere, like the places you were saying, the Quarthas, I drove through there and... Uh, up to uh, Minden and up around to uh, really and back down again. But I've stumbled upon this really cool uh, place near Minden called Furnace Falls. You ever heard of that? Mm, no, I don't think I've heard of that one. It's this, I don't know what water is going through there. Some river is going through there and it's all has these stair step falls along the rocks it's all rocky and all these stair step falls are going through this area and they built a park around there and you can park for free and just walk around you can get right in the falls because it's only like up to your calves deep and uh you know enjoy the that's views in Lin- that's cool. in lindhurst or minden it's near minden Furnace falls minden no i wouldn't yeah, it I looks mean, nice oh you see it Looks like one of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's there's something similar to that in my, near my aunt's cottage up in, uh, uh, on the way up to Apsley, where it's like, 
that same sort of tier of falls. And then there's, there's spots where some people actually take, like you can take the inner tubes down. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just sit in the middle of the, this, these falls on the rocks. I yeah. Guess. That's what this looks. It was really cool. And it was a free park. It was like an old school park where you could drive all over the place and find the exact right spot you want to stop in and get out and explore from there kind of thing. No gates to bother you. Just drive around and look for a spot you like. But I was driving on my way home, so it's not like I could chill out for very long, but that was pretty cool. But on my... uh, first two weeks of vacation in july that was the that was the hardcore i had two weddings a high school graduation to do in those weeks of vacation so two weddings on each like following weekend and uh, a graduation in between that the eldest kid the big kid graduated high school somehow so we had to go. What do you mean somehow? <laughs> somehow. She works as hard as her father does. Uh, yeah. So that was a lot going on. That was fun. Lots of, uh, and the big kid and her boyfriend went with me to both those weddings. And they were open bars. And um, so this is like the first time kind of. Did they sleep in the same room as you? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a trailer one time, like an RV. And no, we had, yeah, like a big size RV for the first wedding. And then like a, a big pop up trailer for the second wedding to stay in. But that's like the, those? Uh, the, the bride and groom provided the RV for the first one because I was doing uh, like photography work for them. And, uh, the next weekend, my uh, sister and my brother-in-law set up there. They bought a tent trailer, just a flip kind of thing. So I'm like, hey, why you got that? Why not set it up at this wedding for me to stay in until you flip it? So that's what we did. But as I was saying, this is the first time. Now your kid, it's going to be weird for you, right? When your kid is old enough that you're actually kind of, you know, you're you're like partying with them and stuff. Like on an adult yeah, level. partying with my kids. What's that? I don't plan on partying with my kids. You don't. <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> How's it never going to happen? I don't even like drinking beer around them, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was an open bar, man. So, you know, I very happily can report that no one got out of hand or passed out in the middle of the road or barfing all over themselves. None of that happened. It was, it was boring. No, they still had a great time, but it's good to see they weren't uh, they weren't uh, over the top. Oh, I, no, I didn't mean your kids. I mean the uh, uh, the guests in general. Oh, there was probably yeah, there was still that. I'm talking about my kids. That's what I was concerned with. No, no, I wasn't talking about your kids. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're not gonna do that in front of you. Well, I mean, we're like dad doesn't even know we're boffing still. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not happening. So I don't have to worry about exactly, it. Exactly. See, I don't have to think about so it. We're not gonna get drunk in front of you. But they were like double fisting it, and they were like enjoying themselves. But uh, it's good to see they weren't uh, falling over at any point. So it was good. It was really good. 
and then their graduation and the second wedding. And then, uh, you know, if you're doing three of those events in a row, you might as well get ready to take the next week off because you're going to have COVID no matter, no matter what. So I still don't think I've had it. Well, that did it to me. The second, the day after the second wedding, sore throat. I'm like, oh, that's just from yelling and screaming at the wedding and having cigars and drinking all night. And nope, then the fever came and the sore throat intensified. And, uh, yep. Didn't test positive until, um, two days after that. And then I was like, yep, I'm sunk. This is it. Luckily, the fever business only lasted a day. That was the only real terribly uncomfortable thing. Um, sore throat was there the whole time and a cough, but I'd rather have a fever than a sore throat. Oh no, this fever was deadly. Sore Not throat. that it was a high temperature, just completely uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd rather have that than sore throat. That, that irritates me so much. That doesn't make sense. Sore throats, it's frustrating. You can't even, not that I like talking, but any sort of talking hurts, swallowing hurts. I, I can deal was, I can deal with being hot and sweaty. No, no, and chills, the chills, forget about it. I can't deal with that. Hot and sweaty, sure, but then when it turns into chills instantly, and you're like, oh, yeah, my God, no, what is happening? Off. I'm shaking, and I might throw up. Oh, wait, now I'm hot again. No, okay. I'm yeah, good. it's like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. The sore throat never got severe. It was just an annoyance more than anything. Like, you could take a lozenge, and it'd be fine for a little while. And ice cream tasted so much better. Yeah. We had a case at work while you were away. And I was in close contact with that individual as well. It's funny because on the second day, it was a two-day two day stretch that we were working together. Second day, near the end of the, the day, I'm talking to him, and his voice is sounding like uh, raspy. Yeah. I go, uh, what's wrong with your voice? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then I left the room, and then... Uh, I think it was the first day off. Our manager calls. Uh, just letting you know, so and so has COVID. So uh, just keep us posted. I'm like, great, because this is the second time this guy, this guy got it early, early on, and he had a really bad case because he was out for. He was off work, I think, for like a month. Really? Yeah. It hit him hard. It was early on, too, when they were like, yeah, like way. this was before uh, the vaccination and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But they were way cautious. And of course, I was working with him at that point, too. So it's like so twice in a row, he's tried to screw me over. But neither of these guys go to the gym. So maybe that's why I'm immune. I think you've had it consistently for two months. Uh, you haven't seen me for two months. So how would you even know? But yeah, I got it this like so late in the game. They the work could have literally had me back within five days. I think that's the the official rules are five days and you're back kind of thing. But I still had like uh No, you have to have no symptoms. Well, see Yeah, or they say when symptoms lessen, you're good. You know, as mm-hmm. long as they're starting to lessen. But our work was really good, I gotta say. They they were like, Well, 
just take the whole week off and even if you don't have symptoms, like recharge your batteries kind of thing. I'm the only one who hasn't screwed over our work yet, and I haven't taken any sick days for COVID. I'm sure I'll be uh, justly rewarded with a pat on the back. You have been rewarded because you're the big man nowadays, yeah. remember? So... Till the next big man goes up. You're Johnny Corporate. So, uh, yeah. No COVID days for me in three years. Well, so ultimately, if you recall, um, so I was off for that extra week after that first bit of vacation. Then I only had to come back to work for two days. And then I was off again for the next two weeks of vacation. No, I didn't keep track of you. So how would I recall that? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't get any messages from you. That's right. Oh. So well, you didn't tell me when you were vacationing. So, well, I didn't get any messages from my buddy Bill. I guess he was too busy uh, partying and hanging out with Kevin and doing shit like that. I was waiting for, obviously, Joe. Uh, hey, why don't you bring the kids over? Have a day in the pool or whatever. I'm sure your kids will like that, right? Oh yeah, I'm waiting for that. However, since I didn't wait for that, I booked my own plans. And, like, this is our first summer doing stuff since this whole business, right? So I'm like, I don't want to waste any more vacation where two weeks are gone and you've just sat at home the whole time and just disappeared. So I made sure to have plans. And the next chunk of vacation I took, uh, the little kid's been at her grandparents. So it's just been me and the big kid. And uh, I decided I want to take her up to uh, a tourist town called Tobermory up north, which is... Did you say Toblerone? Toblerone. Toblerone-ione. And it's uh, this peninsula, this harbor town that juts out into, I guess, Georgian Bay. This is where the rich people uh, cottage for uh, the American listeners. It's an expensive place, let me tell you, because that's all there is, is the tourism industry there. So it is super expensive, but it, it is home to these um, natural geologic wonders along with the water. And there's like uh, crystal clear water. So the shipwrecks that are in the water, you can see from above. They you know, put you on these glass bottom boats and give you a tour of the shipwrecks and you can see them through the floor or looking over the railing and uh it's pretty neat it's a national park uh you know one of these what do they call them unesco natural world wonder designated places something like that that unico 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 onico um so yeah there was all that uh, went over to took a boat ride over to the flower pot island where the they have this geological uh, oddity where i i don't know the glaciers or the water has you know somehow stripped away all the rocks and created these giant pillars what they call flower pots um out in the shore it's kind of neat to i put a picture out there for anyone who wants to see it but I thought that was uh, that was cool to see. But the tourism is so out of control there. It's just it's frustrating, man, because I just wanted to go and, hey, let's figure things out when we get there. 
but you can't nowadays because people are crawling all over themselves everywhere in this world. So like even parking to hike, you know, a giant trail to get to the water still is a time-based thing. And you only have a certain amount of time while you park before the next batch comes in. So you have really? to rebook everything. Oh, that's ridiculous. Like accommodations were disappearing. I was lucky to even find accommodations. They were pricey. And then this parking business was super frustrating because you could literally see the times disappearing on the computer as you're trying to plan out your trip. Um, and if you don't have a parking spot, you're not going to see these areas because if you were to hike there, it'd be a full day hike to get there. So it is crazy. That part was really crazy. Yeah, it's worth it to see it. it. It's these crazy walk, rock formations on the shore. It's just massive. But all these rocks are just kind of put together so it's like stairways everywhere. So you can climb up as high as you want to these rock faces. It's easy to climb. In fact, there's some like national bouldering association where they go there and boulder on some of these rocks. But Losers. the people there. What? Yeah. Losers. <laughs> The people are so frustrating. Like they tell you in every, every time you book a ticket or do anything about this town, they're like, wear proper footwear, wear proper footwear. And I look above me and there's a guy climbing a cliff, like right above my head in flip flops. Yeah. Like, wh what are you thinking? What? How that's, are you That's alive? what I want to see. Cause then you get to see someone fall and hurt themselves. How are they alive? As there was this, the one big thing you see is the called the grotto. It's this uh, cave carved out of the rock by the shore and uh, you can swim to it easier or you can like do this cliff Spider-Man stuff to get down the cliffs to get down to this thing. And this guy was in flip flops doing it. Him and his girlfriend. Like what? How are people not dying here every day? People are so stupid. But I guess they make it. Well, you can only hope it happens the time that you're there, so you get to I see do, it. Because they're all dummies and animals. Like it's so frustrating. Like I said, it's this international world wonder, and people are like stuffing plastic bottles in between rocks. And there's that's the part that irritates me when people litter at those places. Potato chip bags. We even saw a diaper, a diaper on the shore. You know. Nice. I can't be bothered to pick that up. What? The shore will take it away. Oh, scumbags. That shit pisses me off. Especially about people dying, but stop littering in those places. A national park. Ecological wonder. Yeah. Whoever left that there should die. Their kid dies. <laughs> Seriously. That shit pisses me off to no end. There's too many fucking people around, so I don't care about that. But stop wrecking the environment like that. Fuck it's, Yeah, it's just gross negligence. It's just, just the tiniest bit of effort to clean up after yourself. But the crazy part is all these places have camping, too. But like we said before, you have to be on it, wicked on it, to get camping spots. However, that Flower Pot Island, which is only accessible by boat 
I was tempted to get a campsite there because one opened up when I was looking at it. But it's uh, what you call the uh, the backwoods camping. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like when you're portaging at Algonquin. Yeah, but minus the canoe. This is Flower Pot Island National Park, so you're not allowed to. Um, there's no fire. You can't have a fire. And you have to haul your own water there. You have to haul everything you want there. And then you have to haul it all back on the tourist boats. I don't even know how you... Me, I would have so much stuff to bring. I don't know how you haul it there on the tourist boat. And then to not have a fire at night. That's that's hardcore. Yeah, that's boring. And to haul all your water? It's crazy. So didn't end up doing it. Maybe one day if I get adventurous enough. I highly doubt it, though. I'd do backcountry. those odds, too. I'd do backcountry, but if... I gotta at least have a fire. Yeah, that's the whole point of camping. But, um... At least there was... The mosquitoes weren't an issue, but there were these... You know these house flies that aren't house flies, but they bite you? They just take chunks out of you? But they look like house flies. Those were black, the troublesome flies. Black there. flies? Not black flies. They look like house flies, but they bite you. Horse flies? No, those Not are as, bigger. Yeah, no. Well, I don't know them. Bastards. Oh, my God. Yeah, those they, ones are annoying. All over the legs, just constantly taking chunks at you. It was rough. Hmm. But... Believe it or not, even uh, even the big kid had fun. So that was a good well, trip. I'm proud of you about getting off the couch and doing something like that. Good for you. Um, mm, thank you. Yeah. Compliments? I I, that's a compliment. Mark. I feel good, man, because we get back and there's still a week of vacation to do. So I had a little day trip up to Aurelia and then did that cabin business. That two weeks, it felt like a month of adventuring. How do I get your amount of vacation time? <sighs> well, how, you could. How do you whittle out all these days? Okay. You could work as long as I have in the industry instead of. Remember, you did what twelve years of post-secondary education, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, now I'm back at work for two weeks and then I'm away again. So I got to come up with something for the August vacation. See, I, I do mine differently. Like I take the weekends off and stuff like that. So, yeah, because I'm currently off on an eight day stretch. Yeah. But no plans. <laughs> See? Except, except nagging around the house. Yeah. But that for me, that's relaxing too. Well, yeah, you live in paradise. So why not? I don't want to. Uh, yeah, it's nice to drive around and shit, but gas prices and then paying for shit and lunch and adds up, man. It does. This this Tobermory, man, it it was it's not like the chains haven't made it there yet. So everything is like independently owned. All independent restaurants, independent motels and hotels. So there is no like strict adherence to guidelines of what you'd expect. You know, if you expect a certain kind of accommodation or a certain kind of meal, that's kind of good where chains are involved because you know what you're going to get. Um, the last day we left, 
like this. We were in a motel. It was nice. It was clean. Had a big TV in it and everything. But it was by the water. But it was still 200 a night. And no, that gives you no breakfast. No, there's no swimming pool. You know, none of the goods you would normally expect from a chain. So that last day, we were a little bit late getting out of the hotel because we were waiting till checkout, you know, squeezing every last nickel of time from that motel. And I'm like, I, I just got to get some breakfast. I just feel like breakfast. We haven't had a real breakfast since we've been here. If you, I remember walking by their business district, which is around one of the harbors where all the restaurants are. There is a breakfast place there. I'm like, let's get some, let's get some real breakfast from this breakfast place. Walk around that place. I walk, we walk around all of it, the whole building. Couldn't find a doorway in until uh, I saw someone on a porch of this place, but like there was no doors. And that's when I realized it was a takeout only place. They changed to takeout only and have not returned to dine-in service, which was frustrating, even though they had this huge building for breakfast. So I said to the kid, okay, well, let's, uh, I know the hotel down there, they have big breakfast signs. Let's go check that out. So we walked down to the hotel, check that place out for breakfast and a big breakfast sign there. This is what breakfast costs. This is a gorgeous breakfast. I'm like, good stuff coming in there. They had a nice dining room. Uh, waiter comes over right away. Yelling coffee, coffee, sure. Um, yeah, I'm dying for breakfast. I'm not seeing it on the menu you gave me. I'm seeing like lunch stuff. Uh, is there another menu or, oh, yeah, we stopped doing breakfast like a half hour ago. It's, uh. It's past the breakfast time. So, yeah, we're on lunch. All good stuff there if you want to check out the stuff on the lunch menu. I'm like, geez, uh, really feeling like some eggs here, you know? Is there, like, any way they could still crack eggs on the flat iron there on the grill? No, no, that's impossible, unfortunately. Really sorry about that. There's no way they put all that stuff away. Can't do it. But I'll let you have a look at the menu. I'll be back. Of course, the kid's already super embarrassed because I asked the question about breakfast and pressed the issue, even though he said no. I'm looking well, through the menu. What I'm seeing, like all these sandwiches, and I see a Western sandwich. What's on this Western sandwich? Oh, an omelet-style egg on toasted bread with bacon. I'm like, hmm. That sound, kind of sounds like breakfast. Hey, kid, I'm going to tell the waiter when he comes back, I would like the Western sandwich, please, with the toast. Put the toast on the side, just right beside the egg inside. And uh, the bacon, oh, I see the chicken club that comes with bacon. Get me some of the chicken club bacon. Put that on the side of the egg Western sandwich, and we'll be good. Don't do that, Dad. You're so embarrassing. Oh, my God. She thought she was going to die. I mean, how ridiculous is that? That well, they can't make a breakfast. What time did you... Let me ask you this question. What time did you leave that motel at? Like, uh, I don't know, 11. Okay. Breakfast ends <laughs> at 11. It's you irrelevant. Should, no, you should know that. But what's the difference if they're still... There's still all the breakfast ingredients laying around, and they have a hot grill. What difference does it make? Because breakfast ends at 11. Always <laughs> has been. Ever since McDonald's uh, 
instituted that rule decades ago. That actually that, breakfast technically ended at 10:30. Well, yeah, I think that's when it did end, and that to me is crazy, especially when they have all the stuff to make me breakfast. It's just that's just crazy. Huh? But they're one of the like one of four restaurants in town, so they can do whatever the hell they want. But I just remember <clears throat> this happened too while I was there, and this we're going back to tourists and how yeah. much they're all assholes, right? We're in this restaurant and um this guy comes in all full of bluster and burp 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 they're like uh how can we help you sir would you like a table he's like i'm gonna need all of them all right so take all those tables i'm picturing kevin walking into this restaurant okay (laughs) no (laughs) i I don't even know who to tell well i could know what the listeners wouldn't know but i'll tell like I got 25 people coming and we're all going to come here to eat. And so the owner starts freaking out. Right. And he starts immediately delegating to the staff. Okay. These tables, put them together. We're going to put these tables. Starts doing the geography and the maintenance of putting all these tables together for this huge party that comes in. And that guy leaves as they're doing this. Um, We think, you know, the staff thinks to give them time to set up and then I I heard the owner stop the waiters. It's like, yeah, Tommy, hold on. Don't stop what you're doing. Looks like they're going, uh, they all went to another place. And you could see through the window, all 25 of them just going down the road somewhere else. <laughs> it's like, you just activated this restaurant into like red alert mode. And then he didn't even have the courtesy to say, oh, sorry, we're going to try somewhere else. It's like... Why are people such jerks? Yeah. Well, at least you got to enjoy your meal in quiet. Back to yeah. your uh, egg story here that everyone's dying to hear the conclusion of. Yeah. Did you get your meal separated? <laughs> uh, no, I actually ended up not. The, With the a little chick- bit of uh, spit on the side? The, no, the chicken club did look pretty good i however when i read the chicken club it said you know chicken and bacon and whatever i did stop to ask the waiter if it was actual chicken or was it like deli roll chicken and of course that was the most embarrassing moment of my daughter's life as well because isn't that the worst when you get a chicken club and it's just deli meat i don't order chicken club because i don't like chicken club okay is, would it be frustrating if you got it and it was just deli meat, which you I could would, make at I home? Was expecting a chicken breast. Yeah, exactly. Cut in half is the proper way to do it. Well, no, they pull the chicken. Should be like chicken pieces. Here we go, connoisseur. <laughs> I don't know what's not to like about a chicken club. I don't Although, like chicken breasts. Uh, it's not my favorite part of the chicken because I, I always get the. There's always some tough piece in there that you usually get. You gotta. No. That throws you off. No, there isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I like generally I like my chicken breasts dry. I don't like them juicy. <laughs> I cook mine extra long on the barbecue. Oh, gross. And then you just cover it with extra barbecue sauce. That I don't like juicy that makes breasts. sense. I like juicy breasts, but not on my chicken. That's a head shaker. I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not, but that's the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I do not like juicy chicken breasts. <laughs> 
That my is favorite, the, my favorite part of the chicken is chicken. I love my favorite part is chicken thighs. I like chicken thighs. <laughs> that brown meat, and then and then I like to chew on the bones and and grind them down, and then you know you grab the little chicken wing, eat that part. But the breasts, I never eat that when we whenever we order, like uh, Swiss Chalet or Popeyes or uh, Mary Browns. Fuck that breast shit. Throw in the garbage. That's that's nutty. It's not and nutty. Is it because maybe you haven't had it cooked right? Like, is that the issue? Like, I've, you I've want had it, it cooked juicy. Right. I've had it cooked right every way you can. So I've it, had it every possible situation. Yeah. I don't like it juicy because it's it it to me it tastes more rubbery for some reason. I don't like the texture of it that juicy. That sounds raw, dude. You still got to cook it right. Yeah. My wife knows how to cook chicken. Well. Ugh. I just hate chicken breasts. Always have. Always will. I'll never forgive them for the death of my boy. Um, Quote okay. that movie line. Yeah, that's Star Trek. <laughs> Listen, uh, on that note, I know I've been talking a bit here, but I did want to tell, I told you. Surprise. This, shocking. This week, yeah, that's what I'm talking. That I'm is surprise. I normally about breakfast. The breakfast thing. That is. And I've All told right. this story to many people. I apologize if you've heard it before, but that's, yeah. um, I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. <laughs> For I plan on forgetting it as soon as I can. Let me tell you. I'm not going back to Tobermory just for that breakfast deal. That is, that's it. It's dead to me. Well, I, I told you I'm a big enough man to make amends and um, fix it. You have an apology coming toward me? Fix it when I might have been wrong on a couple things. And I'll admit it, unlike Joe, who's not a man, won't admit to ever, oh. ever wrong. Well, because I'm all man and usually I'm never wrong. Well, first of all, I I don't know how you haven't called me on this one yet, but um, apology accepted. Don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> you you know I've been talking quite a bit about Farm Boy lately since Farm Boy's come to to my town, and uh, I've always busted your chops quite a bit about uh, your elitist grocery habits shopping at Farm Boy. <laughs> Farm Boy is absolute quality. Yeah, it's undeniable, folks undeniable so i apologize for busting your chops on that um god now, damn it now explain why explain why i've been right all this time and you fought me like you do on countless other things why what about farm boy has made your your pp hard <laughs> uh they they just whatever they put their name on they are they are ensuring it is like top quality going to be the tastiest and done with uh you know quality in mind um from their bakery to their like anything with their name on it is going to be good it's it's yeah. really shocking we like their we like their sausages uh we like their uh they make their own squeezed juice squeezed juice <laughs> That's so expensive. I lemonade is good. In that. Lemonade That's is crazy good. Down. Um, 
they make good uh, farm boy uh, salsa dip. What? Salsa dip. Salsa. Salsa. I haven't salsa, had that. Salsa. That's good. You should try that. What's absolutely blown me away is their their um, butcher made hamburgers. Um, I don't know if I've had those. I've never had a hamburger like that. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Super thick, and they don't shrink or turn weird on the barbecue. You know, they don't turn into big baseballs or anything. They're just so. Fr- I've had just the plain ones, and the last ones I had were the jalapeno. Uh, Jack ones. This is Monterey Jack and I don't know if I've had it. their burgers. Now you've got me intrigued. You gotta. It's the burger turns out to be like this. It's like a a building, a high rise building on your plate. Have you bought their sausages yet, though? Yeah, I've had their sausages. Okay. Very good. And they also sell. It was actually cheaper to buy at this bacon this way. They sell bacon rounds, so they've somehow. You know, the bacon is formed into a round disc, and which fits perfectly on the burgers. So I put that on there. And actually, the Farm Boy brand cheese is like the cheese I remember growing up as a kid from the cheese factory. That good. And I buy that there. It's all well, this with is a, extra expense, but. This is, a, this is a Montreal company. You know that, right? I think they're originally from Montreal. Montreal or Ottawa? Hmm. I thought it was Montreal. Well, we don't even buy their cheese. You're going all out. Their cheese is excellent. I just mean that they're generic cheese. Where it's just is got their name on it. Farm Boy from. Where did Farm Boy originate? Oh. Sorry. Cornwall, Ontario, apparently. Ugh. I heard Montreal when it first started. So, yeah, it's it's heavy on the pocketbook, but if you want some quality, it's good. You know, don't buy all your groceries there. They'll kill you, but just, you know. No, and we don't do that either. Run in and get some of the goods and get out. Yeah, it's based in Ottawa. Where's Cornwall? That's on Ottawa, isn't it? Well, on the way there. On the way there? Okay. Are you ready for the next retribution? Next apology? I love apologies, so yeah. I love this. No, segment. no, I'm interested. See, I'm giving this to you, so I want next week you give it to me. What? Where you admit shit. What do I got to apologize about? <laughs> There's a, probably quite a bit if we go back. All right, keep going. Okay, love so this. as you know, the latest Daniel Craig, James Bond movie came out. Yes, I have not seen it yet, though. And I was really itching to watch it, and it took forever to get to any streaming sites. Is it free yet, or is it still pay? It, it's it's out now if you want to watch it on Crave. Um, but it took forever to get to a streaming site, and it even got um, it got uh, announced that it was going to be on Amazon Prime, and I got all excited, but it only went to Amazon Prime in the UK, so I didn't get it. And at that point, I'm like, piss on this. I'm just going to buy it. And I bought a 4K version of it. It wasn't that expensive. Holy it was crap. on you sale. James Bond movie from Daniel Craig? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that bad. It was like 22 bucks or something. Oh, that's and, cheap. Uh, yeah, it was okay. And I think it's still on sale now. 
if you want to pick it up. But I watched it. It was excellent. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I recommend it. I'll probably buy it just because this might be the last James Bond movie I, I care about, depending on who they cast mm-hmm. for the next Bond. Yeah, it, it, I got a little worried in parts of this movie, but it held together and... The action is fantastic. And so there you uh, go. He started it off perfect with Casino Royale and finished uh, it apparently are you ready almost for, perfect with this. Are you ready for my? Yep. Say it. So I went back and watched all of them because I have the full Daniel Craig set I picked up at a thrift store or something on Blu-ray. So I went because this latest one. Watch Casino Royale before you get to this one because it, it heavily ties in. So. I went back afterwards and watched Casino Royale again, which before I had crapped on quite a bit. There we go. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to take my pants down. I'm going to start stroking it as you're talking. Go. <laughs> it's quality. It is pretty talking. good. Casino Royale is pretty good. Now, I'm still upset about the Super Mario jumping through all the building girders. Like no one can do that. Listen, just because he just does it off the street, just because your pencil uh, thin uh, Roger Moore couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do anything even close to that. We're not getting into that again. Doesn't mean you got to make fun We're of gonna... uh, Daniel Craig being all being able to work out and all buff and, and being able to jump like that. But I will give him credit. Like when you watch it, all of his jumps, he's barely making every jump. Like they do show it that. It, yeah. He is having a tough time. Yeah, he's and, slipping and sliding, and yeah. you know, loses his grip and that it's stuff. It's true. And there the is some nuance out there from to underneath it. of him, and you know. And then the, the rest of the film is fantastic. Of course, he got poker. They're playing poker at the end, which is a little frustrating. Instead of like something more exotic, like it's the mental game, man. It's the classic mental no, game. No, it had to be poker so the Americans could follow the storyline instead of something more elegant. Anyways. It's still, it was still excellent, very dramatic and uh, very thrilling. And it had Eva Green in it. Yeah, she was good. Of course, you know, maybe that might be another thing. And that... the best part about that movie was you, th- I remember in the theater watching it and you thought it was over, and yet it still continued on with another subplot section of it. It's like well, this thing never ends. Yeah, which Perfect. sets up. The whole Daniel Craig arc is set up in the last act, in the third act of Casino Royale. So, had some forethought. Does he fall in love a little bit too easily? That's my my problem with the Daniel Craig movies. Yes, he seems to do that, but... So, they're good. All right. Apologies Casino Royale. For all I... these years... I will say, this, you know, I recommend it. Hey, Siri, Casino Royale. When did Casino Royale come out? Casino Royale was released on the 16th of November, 2006. So since 2006, you've been busting my chops about how bad Casino Royale is. So do the math. How many years is that? Hey, Siri. <laughs> how many Years is 2006 from now. It was 17 years ago. Oh, thank you. It gets a recommend now. 
And now I I was a little butt hurt. I've been I, recommending it since 2006. I think at that time I thought Pierce had another movie in him because uh, I thought he aged appropriately into the role by that time. But the uh, producers let the let the the whole franchise devolve into this crazy fantasy uh, film series that they had to let Pierce go and go reset with something more hardcore with Daniel Craig. So might have been clouding my judgment that way. That's what the franchise needed, though. It needed that change into a more physical Yeah, I don't know, more physical, more more, more aggressive, real. I guess, Bond, in my opinion. Yeah, more real world, which I think Pierce got a raw deal, because I think he finally, he looked the part by the time of his last movie came. Like an no, older It wasn't Bond. his fault. No. No. Any other uh, apologies you want to throw I my think way? that's all we need to do so far. Oh, all right. You can, you can save the other ones that I know you have for another time. Gotta choke this vomit down. I know it was hard for you to uh, apologize and tell me how right I am after all these years. I uh, graciously accept your apologies on behalf of Farm Boy and MGM. (laughs) Yeah, good, good, good. And uh, I will be lending you my copy of Ghosts of Tsushima, director's cut, which I have finished. And I've been telling you how great that is, so I can expect an apology on that one too. Well, I never, I said I didn't no, make an opinion on it. You didn't, you didn't believe me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, hopefully, uh, well, Joe took the weekend off, so I don't get it this weekend uh, for eight more days, apparently. Yeah, I'm not back in until Thursday now. I had to take uh, Wednesday off. My son's uh my son's baseball team has decided to uh, kick ass at the end of the season and now is currently undefeated in the end of the season tournament. So they've got a game Tuesday and possibly two games now Wednesday night. Yeah, but they can't approve that vacation. Why not? Well, because it's very tough right now, apparently. Mm. Yeah. I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, well, good luck to your son. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And uh, in exchange for that uh, tr- uh, borrow trade, I'm lending you my Mission Impossible box. Yes. Oh, yeah, because I saw Top Gun 2, which was excellent. I saw it as well. And then I saw, you know, the, the frustrating part. Well, I don't know. I've been to the movies since uh, prior to COVID, obviously. And I can't tell you even prior to it how long I'd been to the movie theaters. But it's all commercials now at the start. Yeah. Yeah. And that stupid new Brad Pitt movie. They must have shown three of the exact same commercials prior to the start of the movie trailers. And then they did they did the same exact clips in the movie trailers wow. just complete garbage man i was like so disappointed you know movie trailers used to be like one of the favorite things you would see you know mm-hmm. you look forward to it when you go to the movies right like oh shit what's coming out next 
And the only good one they 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 even showed was uh, the next Mission Impossible movie. So that's why you're letting me it because I'm too. Mission Impossible movies behind. So I might as well go back. Since you have them all on Blu-ray, I'll go back and watch them from the start. Yeah, the later Mission Impossible is all really good stuff. Really good stuff. I think the only one I've been disappointed with so far was the... Um, was it the second one? Yeah. <laughs> is that the virus run? With... You know, the girl injects herself with the virus, and he's got a time limit to get to her. And they, they do the head-on collision with the motorcycles. Yeah, that's too. They, they yeah. jump off the more, you know, Matrix yeah. style. With pigeons and doves. Yeah. Oh, that was John That was John Woo, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, so I think I may have only seen the first three Mission Impossibles. Three gets it going. Three is the kicking-off point. And uh, it's off to the races. The three was with uh, what's his face from um, that British guy, right? The zombie movie. British guy in the zombie movie. British guy in the zombie movie. Figure it out. Figure it out. British guy in the zombie movie. Zombie movie with the British guy. British zombie movie. I don't know what. His name starts with S. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in three. No. Directed by J.J. Abrams yes. comes on board. Not Night of the Living Dead, but. British? I, I don't know. Sean. Oh, Sean. Of the... <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yes. yes. He's in the third one, right? That's his first appearance, right? That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I think that's only the first three I saw. You threw me off there for sure. What other British zombie movie is there? I couldn't think of any. Well, we maybe. Uh, would you consider 28 Days to be British? I know it takes yeah. place in England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not really zombies, though. They're. Uh, yeah. Infected. They're angry. <laughs> but not at each other. Just nope. other guys. Nope. They can only smell uh, non angry people. Okay. So if you want to keep going for another hour, I could because there's all kinds of movies I've been watching, but I know Joe is fatiguing at this point. So. I have to get up at 4 a.m., which is now Don't six hours to. away, and I still need to masturbate. So five and a half hours away. <laughs> Only one of those things you actually have to do. Well, so I'm very uh got a lot of testosterone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, it was good catching up with you. Thanks for making the time. Appreciate it. Oh, not to say it like that, so now you can apologize to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was being right. honest. Tell me one more movie. You've uh, tickled my tits, my nipples are hard. Really? Okay, well, a movie that But make really, it a good one, otherwise no, I'm going to yell at you. Well, this really surprised me. No, not really, because I'm a big uh, P.T. Anderson fan, but um, Licorice Pizza was a delight. I loved it. 
real men don't say delight, but <laughs> it had awesome music. The sets were awesome. The actors, completely unknown actors, were, was so refreshing to see. The cars yeah, I, were cool. I can appreciate that. Bradley Cooper makes an appearance as amazing appearance. Put my glasses on here. I read my phone. Licorice pizza. Yeah. The uh, the marquee. Can you see that? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that marquee sort of reminds me of. Uh, God damn it! What's the uh, What's that 60s car movie? Ron Howard. American Graffiti? Yeah. It immediately made me think of American Graffiti. Yeah, it is. Sean, uh, isn't that too? Sean, yeah. It's, it's, it's typical P.T. Anderson where people show up and give amazing performances and blow you away. Licorice Pizza. When that came out? 2021. Romance. Well, I'm in. Because I'm very romantic. Alana Kane and Gregory uh, Gary Valentine grow up, run around, and fall in love in California's San Fernando Valley in the 1970s. Oh, man. Coming of age. You got me. Yeah. All we need is uh, John Hughes. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Like this kid, who's he's like a, he's a hustler, right? And Tom Waits is in it. Tom Waits is in it, yeah. Anyways, this kid's a total hustler, full of confidence. He goes in for school pictures, and he starts hitting on, uh, like, the girl assistant of the photographer, even though she's, like, seven years older than him. And uh, do these kids somehow form a relationship as time goes on? Well, you have to watch Licorice Pizza to see their adventures. All those actors, completely unknown. Alana Haim, Cooper Hoffman, you've never seen them before. Uh, where'd you watch it? Netflix? Uh, let's just say it's in a Plex near you. Let's just say, uh, <laughs> someplace dark and hairy. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere. Like my anus. But, uh, if, if you know the right people, if you know the right cool guys, they can hook you up. I loved it. All right. You've intrigued me. Good. Good. See that? I I I wanted to talk about Licorice Pizza more than I wanted to talk about Top Gun 2. What's that say? Barely Weird. talked about Top Gun 2. We didn't talk so about said, it, really. I know. Just said I watched it. Yeah. So we didn't talk about say? it. What people were say about it? People were waiting all summer to hear, what did Bill think of Top Gun, though? Oh, because he knows jets and stuff. All right. <sighs> He's 10. He likes jets. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll bounce. We're not going to hear from Kevin for a little bit, maybe. So uh, let's wish him the best on his new endeavors. Oh, my God. Congratulations on to his, those two. On his new lifestyle. Uh, I don't know how much is uh, available to say. Maybe we'll see him again once, once a year. I'm proud of him. Yep. All right. Anyone else you want to? Mm, uh, congrats to me, I guess, too. Congrats. <laughs> okay. How about letting people know that uh, Keep September open because Barry Game Exchange is happening in September. 
where Joe will be appearing. That's what the yep. word is. Um, autograph signings. Uh, we will have uh, new T-shirts available at the show. Will so, you be signing uh, glossies of yourself? No glossies, but uh, free pictures. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's cool. That is September 18th in Barrie. So keep the calendar free. Come up to Barrie and uh, do some game swapping. But we'll have other cool stuff on our table. It's not just food. games. We're going to have cool stuff. You can buy me some pizza. Some Domino's pizza. would be great. Mm. Sponsor of the show. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Way to go, Domino's. And GameStop. <laughs> All right. You want to go or not? I'll talk to you. I'll keep talking. I no, care. I got to go. I told you. I got to okay. masturbate and then go to bed. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget to hit the hit the – what do they hit on this? We uh, still take reviews. So Anchor, you can even like leave voicemails on Anchor. Listen, just, I just create some fake uh, iTunes accounts and yes. then subscribe. Exactly. And That'll I download work. every episode. And don't forget to uh, tweet us so we know that you're listening, that it's all worth it. All right. Like all good things, uh, you have to wait for these episodes to come out. These aren't uh, generic, churned-out, weekly or bi-weekly episodes. Uh, these, much like, much like cheese, uh, is finely aged. That's a... I don't know if we want that analogy. And that but... uh, stinky cheese that tastes so good. Okay. And with that, well, we'll be back soon. So enough of this Joe being a princess. We'll get him back soon. We'll have more. Thanks, everybody. All right. Peace out. Yep, post and post it.